And we're back. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Monkey Nut Punch podcast, where this week we will be talking about every bloody well feel like, because we haven't seen each other properly in a while, to have a chat. So we're just going to go with what's on our head and what we've been watching. Um, and already Keith has derped for me. It's because Keith's got... Oh, he has. His internet's gone down. Do you know, Melon does strange things to his computer. Well, it's because he's got... Uh, I can put, he's got internet based on putting wires instead of in the ground in, like, big casing where it's nice and safe. They have it running from building to building so a bird can sit on his set line and that's it, his internet's gone. You think your internet's unstable, Neutsch? <laughs> oh, he's back now. Oh, there he is. Come on. Hello. Focus. Oh, this <laughs> can't get his camera. Anyway, hi. Sorry, Hello. my internet decided to give out. It couldn't. It couldn't cope with the excitement. <laughs> There's a bird sitting on the wire. That's what you're trying to say. Possibly, possibly. Anyway, how yeah, are you doing? Like... I'm doing good. I've been away on holiday. I've had a, a great so time. My, I haven't. My, uh... My my wife, you had you won a boat a couple of weeks ago. Um, my, my 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 wife surprised me and booked for the last two days of our holiday a pool villa, and it was awesome. Okay, Frank, lunch brought to us on a floating tray in the pool. You ever tried eating pasta in a pool? It's not the easiest of things. <laughs> it's not on my bucket list. I'll tell See, you. See, there were no Not the easiest of things. So, Nigel was on a boat. I know that. Yeah, I did that. That was <laughs> you um, did a boat. Then a bit ago, I'm well and truly due another holiday now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've only just got back. See, I've, I, I've got back. I got uh, back. I jet lag all week. My sleep pattern was broken. Just miserable because I can't do anything fun. Because I've been so much fun on holiday, and then. And back to work. I was extremely <laughs> jealous of you. Some of the things that you didn't. So I mean, I th- I tell you what, right? Disney was cool. Seeing the Millennium Falcon w- was really cool. But actually, see, going to NASA was the thing. That I was like, you bastard. <laughs> yes. Thing. It's like I'm extremely jealous. <laughs> but, yes, uh, Chuck. I, I was in in the USA and. I enjoyed myself. I was supposed, I was planning on doing some shooting, but because I'm British, they wouldn't give me a gun because they're worried to take the country back. Um, <laughs> they said it'll be eighteen twelve all over again, and I went, "All right, fair enough." Um, <laughs> I did break the high score on Buzz Lightyear in in uh, Disney. I broke the score. It was fantastic. It's like it, it just it just maxed it out, and it's like I can't do anymore. Like yes, it's like like a video game kind of thing it's or... like you sit on a little thing and you've got this little fixed gun and you just shoot these little zeds and then you score from those zeds and i broke it fabulous i loved it I loved every minute of it every minute of it uh <laughs> yeah so it's yeah it's uh one of those things everybody uh... no not everyone carries a gun in florida the tourist um, oh uh, tourists don't, and they were. I, I'm not joking. There was an abundance of British tourists there. 
there were so many British tourists there. I was playing Spot the Brit, and it was like pasty white person. He's gone again. He's gone again. You said Spot the Brit, so he fucks off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not. It, oh my it, god, I've got two of him. There's four of them. Two of them. <laughs> sorry, there's four of us. <laughs> what are you doing, Keith? <laughs> My computer's having a mental breakdown. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a simple operation share video camera and audio. Apparently not today. So okay. uh, I think I think my computer's still on holiday. <laughs> my computer's my computer is pretty ancient compared to your brand new Mac. Yeah, and it does. Nigel's a work. potato. He's literally got a potato under his desk. Yeah, mine's a fried potato. Of... And the only way I could speed that potato up was installing an SSD. Yeah. It does work. Not worth upgrading. It does work. Yeah. So, so the Star Wars like park thing, um, whatever they call it. um, Galaxy's Edge. What was it like? Okay, so I, we went, I I filmed it as I was going in there. Um, which was, which was good. So I, I not filmed it. I video called you while, while I was walking in there. Because I was video sending videos tonight each day, and I thought, well, oh, I know that you. I said I sent you a message saying Sunday, because I didn't know what the time was. Be you know, be awake. And I went in there, and I and I saw it, and it was. It's still not as good as the Harry Potter play. It's the Harry Potter bit of theming. It's good. Mm. It's the second best bit of theming. Um, it's, it, it, you know, it's got some. Some some uh, some good bits in there. The Millennium Falcon is probably the showpiece. It's got uh, a newer X-wing in there, which I'm not. I wish they would have just gone for Tatooine and had done with it and kept all the kind of classic stuff. Um, and that's probably my biggest gripe about it is the fact that you should have just gone for what everyone knows and what everyone likes. That's what you spent all that money on. Yeah, you think you might have spent that money on the newer stuff. It's like no, no. It's the old stuff that brings back the nostalgia. That's the and thing that brings me... everything back. If I think of Star Wars, I think of Tatooine or a Death Star. Yes. Mm. Honestly. Uh, they're the two but... things that sort of stand out. You know, mainly because of the travel down the canyon and shoot down the thingy. Because of that, you know, Death Star. So the theming should have been something like that. But Although it's first order, when you, that second ride, where you, you know, you arrive in the sort of, sort of fighter bay, of that ship it it looks really cool on video is it really cool in real life it is the problem is it's technically the worst ride in the park because it keeps breaking down and it goes down for not for five ten minutes like most rides do where someone somewhere's resetting something or turning it off and on again it goes down and it stays down and it's the most frustrating thing because we went on there and we were going to go on there at other times but we kept on looking and Tanner's like it's broken and it's like all right fair enough we'll skip over it um and it it was frustrating because it's it's the theming and it's really good the theming did you do the ride in the end did you do the ride oh you did it did it the first day we were there and is it good yeah good yeah so yes it is Is it it, it is good it's is it kind of like um, the transformers ride in universal where you're going around no it's more like the ratatouille ride it's not got the transformers bit where it's kind of it does it's like a flat track what they call a trackless cart cart system where they put you in this little cart thing and it zooms you around like the the 
the destroyer thing. I and... wish I wish we were vlogging when we went to Universal Studios because, I mean, they've got the Transformers ride at the one in Singapore, and like you, I don't know if it's the same as the one in the in in Florida, but like you swing around and an Optimus Prime pops up, right? And 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 then my wife just made the funny. She just went, "Oh, hello." <laughs> I would never forget it. It was just this really sort of low-key, oh, hello. <laughs> it still yeah. makes me laugh. Do you come here often? <laughs> it still makes me giggle. It's it's, cause it's weird because it's if, if you've gone to Universal, there's a Spider-Man ride, hmm. and the Spider-Man kind of pips it. And Nice has been on both the Spider-Man and Transformers ride at Universal. Oh, yeah. And I think the Spider, I think Ying liked the Transformers one more, but I like the Spider-Man so. one more. Because the problem with the Transformers is, is that the, the newer film version of Transformers is that you, you have no fucking idea what they look like. Hmm. They're just like a mash of like bits, and it's like, what the, what, what's this? <laughs> and you're like, okay, fair enough, and then you, you kind of carry on from there. Um, the, one of the, I think, the other thing too is that one of the most underrated places is probably um, Pandora. Yeah, from yeah, Avatar. that's the one I want to see because when we went, Gareth, like six years ago, they were building it. They're just starting to build it then. And we're looking over. It was near the cafe, the Rainforest Cafe. And it was near there. We go, oh, what's behind there? We found out it, they were building Pandora. And said, right, definitely, if we come again, we want to see Pandora. And Gareth has told us it's actually good. It has the best ride in the park, all of Disney. It's the um, flight of passage. Mm. We went on that. We went on like, I think we went on about six times. Loved it that much. That yeah, I definitely, definitely want to go again. And can I just address something in the chat with Bilfer? What's that? Butterbeer. Yeah. Butterbeer is amazing at Universal. You see, it I is saw amazing. Tanner, because... Tan uh, we... now we we had the butterbeer here. Uh, six years ago. At, at yeah, Universal. the studios, it's not the same. You come to the UK, they've got a studio tour uh, where they filmed a lot of the, a lot of the films. <laughs> and it's there. You but it's rubbish. It, it doesn't it's it's sickly, the beard's the first thing. It, 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 it's sickly sweet at the studio tour. And I remember Tan, um, Tanith, Gareth's wife, posted a picture of Butterbeer this time when they were on holiday. And I said, mm. is it any good? Is it like, you know, because when I went to the studio, yeah. it was shockingly sweet. And I was like, oh, it's yeah, lovely. No. Yeah. It's much better in uh, University of Florida. And uh, it was so good. We, I remember we were there at, at Universal. We'd done the, the train. We'd done the Hogwarts thing and the, uh, the Hagrid ride and all that sort of stuff. And the park was closing. And we were on our way out. And I made sure that I queued to get Butterbeer to take with me on the way out. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I said, but, oh, sorry, guys. I need to we'll, take it with me. We'll, we'll go back there. But I, sorry, so I said picture so this is oh, that's part po of the ride po dameron's um, yeah. so po dameron's 80 percent different so uh bad reboot can take a cut of the, the merchandise version mm. of an x-wing um which is the truth and then you got sorry you got the it's not admiral akbar i'm afraid it's it's some uh, space is that animatronic does he turn it's animatronic yeah so as you're as you're doing it he's flying the ship and doing all the thing with the guy in front so you've got that. So you get into like a little kind of cart thing. So he's like chatting away. You have to excuse me. Just, I have a horrible habit of taking a million pictures and then stripping out the, the shit ones. 
So yeah, you've got him where he's talking around, and there's there's me, video making a video, recording a video for Nigel, because um, I uh, every day I recorded a video for Nigel, and I sent him um, uh, what do you call it? Um, like, oh look, here's going to the galaxy. It was literally um, three to five seconds of Gareth just standing in front of something, going, "Look, it's Bumblebee," or. But you did yeah. it's the small world one you sent to the yeah. WhatsApp group. Oh, I sent that funny. to you guys because I thought yeah, that, was, that funny. was funny. It was funny. Um, but yeah, that's like the inside of the thing. They're all they need to have little kind of movements, just like kind of like like a like a slight breathe or something, because you just feel like you're standing near mannequins, which kind of breaks it slightly. Or these two here need to be real people, and because you don't get anyone dressed up as stormtroopers moving through, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But we had that, didn't we? When we went, I can't remember which park we went to um but we were there was a central area and they had a stage where they all walked through everybody onto it and they did a thing and then they walked off and we followed them a bit i remember doing that um i can't remember what park it was Um... i think we went to see we went there was a little theater with um theater nearby as well Six years ago, I can't remember. But they did have it back then. I haven't charged my battery for my mouse in like ages. And it's died. <laughs> Fuck. If I can turn it well. off and on again. Because I do have a spare mouse. But I've, I'm out of power for the mouse. <laughs> Is it the weird one? Or can you charge it whilst No, it's it? it's the bloody... It's the new one where you've got the Thunderbolt charger in. So I can't... What fucking idiot puts the mouse charger on the bottom so you can't use it while you're charging the, it? Uh, the, there was this face guy that left. That, Cook. That was Steve Cook? Last time. I don't no. know. Steve Cook. Ives? Uh, Ives, I don't yeah. know his name. Johnny, it was a Johnny Ives design. Yeah, it is. That might explain why all the designs for Apple products look really fucking basic now. Because mm-hmm. they all look a bit like I would have designed them, which isn't a good thing. I'm going to go quickly yep. pop this on charge. I'll be back in a second, and then I'm going to try and figure out. Because I've got a spare do, mouse, which is, should be connected. Which I, well, hang on. Because a, 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 it should. I should have this, this should work as a backup mouse, because it has two buttons and a wheel, which is better than this thing. And it's not. Give me a second. I'll be back. Well, <laughs> you join us here live on IT support help for Gareth's PC, <laughs> where he buys a Mac by mistake. Expecting Wait. it to be good. Uh, but apart he from, has his issues. Apart from this having a mental breakdown today, it is actually the best Mac I've had in years. Um, I will give it that. Keith, it's never bloody worked on a stream, mate. How can it be the best Mac you've had in years? Because uh, the last it, one was terrible. That's all it is. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But terrible. this thing That's all it is. Well, when I did well, if the... you compare you compare when... this one to the previous one. This one is shit, but it's not as shit as the previous one, which was even shitter. Well, no, I'll give it... I, that that last video I stuck out on my YouTube channel, I decided to follow some advice of turning off uh, background rendering in Final Cut. Cause, and blurring your no. face? Did and, you no. follow that advice? I, <laughs> and and, <laughs> and it rendered that video you... in under two minutes. Go on. Can you do me a favour? Can, um, can you switch the screen for me? Or have you got no option for that? What do you mean switch the screen? As in turn off your share? Like that. Yes, that's it. Thank you. It's all right. Um, We've been stuck with that picture. I'll, just, I'll wait a bit and I'll go back and show you some of these things. 
Um, yeah, but the rug broke down. But um, going back to Rise of Resistance, it puts you on a little trackless cart system. You kind of zoom around the inside of a Star Destroyer, getting chased by Kylo Ren. I can raise Renee now. I'm calling fucking Kyle something. Um, Kyle McLaughlin. You were getting chased by Twin Peaks Kyle McLaughlin. Emo, emo something, emo Ren. Um, yeah. yeah um, and, and, and and that was that was that was good. There's a great bit with a lift in it, right? Not because I work for a lift company, all right. But it has these you, you cut there's four of you on the track at the same time. So you get zoomed into these corners next to the um atats, yeah. And I always love it because people write you see the AT dash AT because how'd you say that? You say ATA. Okay. And then they say AT dash ST and they go, how'd you say that? Chicken Walker. All right, <laughs> that's the answer. Um Anyway, while you're in the in the bay with the attacks, it kind of flings you to the side and you get shot up. Why have they got attacks and not the fucking gorilla walkers, by the way? Anyway, you get swing, you get pushed to the side, shot up, yeah. And then you see people in the attack going, they're escaping, stop them. And you're like, oh no, where is it? And then you're getting zoomed around everything. But as I said, the thing, it, it does that. And then you go to like through it. And then it's like you go through the bits where they're firing the guns. And then you escape. And it's great because the escape bit is another lift that drops you down. So you feel like you're falling as you're getting launched out the bottom of the Star Destroyer, which is fantastic. Um, and then you go around it and, and, and everything's fine. It's just the fact that it breaks down so much. Mm. That's the problem with it. It just breaks. If it didn't break down as much, I'd probably like it more. But if you you pull up the app and you look at it and it's like, it's it's it's, it's three hours and, and it's broken down. And you're like, well, oh, screw that for a game of soldiers. Yeah. Um, and it's like... There's other rides in other places. It's like the Velocicoaster in Universal. I'll talk about that because that was fantastic. Oh, Chef's Kiss. Brilliant roller coaster, roller coaster. Um, but it, it was annoying. I drank blue milk. Uh, trying to describe <laughs> the taste. I saw that picture. And, <laughs> and it was like, what did it taste like? So I was like, what did it taste like? Because I've got it. It was like icy something. Which made me cough. You know when you drink like a milkshake and it makes you cough. It was just doing that all the time. Um, not as good as Butterbeer. Butterbeer was just everyone loves Butterbeer. I yeah, am a bit jealous. Of that. Yes. I am a bit That's jealous it. of that. I want to try the proper Butterbeer, but uh, yeah, you can only do milk. it at Universal, I think. Yeah, I would have thought. Um, what, you know, in the latest film where Re um, Ray finds Luke. Well, there is green milk, but I refuse to drink green milk because all I see when I see green milk is him squeezing it from the, the manatee's tit. Yeah. Going, I could milk you, girl. And he, uh, he looks up, he's got milk around his mouth, and he's going, yeah. so I wasn't going to do it. They do do alcoholic blue milk and alcoholic green milk. Hmm. To which my wife, because, oh, right, hang on a second. If you ever go to Universal and one of your relatives says the following, we're at Epcot, we should try drink around the world oh i saw <laughs> how wasted were you <laughs> i wasn't massively wasted it's just that i couldn't handle it because of the heat more than anything else yeah because they give like little tiny little the stingy with their portions if they gave you a full pint i'd be fucked i would have been, i would have been carted out by security but because it's small my wife's like let's do drink around the world and i went i'm not drinking around the world she goes fine i'll do it so she went and she got drinking like mexico and all the other places and then we've got like germany and stuff it's like beer gareth i'm not drinking beer you can have it so i'm not drinking beer and then i got to japan 
and I got sake. And I think, yeah, fucking, I, I think I did. I was going to video call you, and I went, I don't know what the time is. So I recorded Niger message going, sake. I don't think I'm going to make it. I was tipsy when you when I made that message sake, to you. I don't I was, think I'm going to make drunk, it. Not drunk, but tipsy. And I was just like, just drinking sake in the in the in the Japanese pit. And I'm like, I can't. I'm not a drinker, so it's like I can't do this. I used to be when I was 18 and I had the metabolism to handle it, but now I'm, I'm old and wrinkly. Doesn't oh, I remember you, we used to be drinkers, Gareth. <laughs> you, yeah, you're, you I, are the I first person that I, I got so paralytically drunk with, I lost time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. And then there was a, there's, a, there's a friend of ours called Malcolm. Me and Malcolm drunk ourselves sober. Weirdest <laughs> sensation. Seriously, you drink so you drink fast and heavy, and then what? And the result of you drinking fast and heavy is you become sober. To which we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> we were like, we were like sitting in my room watching, like, like we were watching some film, and we just we were just necking vodka, and we got through a bottle of vodka and a bottle of Jack Daniels, so two bottles, a bottle each. Yeah, in the course of an evening, we were we were like, maybe I should stop drinking. It's not working <laughs> anymore. But yeah, if anyone if anyone says, "Hey, let's do drinking around the world at Epcot," say just say no. <laughs> My wife found this 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 um, margarita mangoey slushy. So you got this. Imagine an orange slushy, and uh, it's it was delicious. I will give you this. It was delicious, and she was like, she had three of them while we were on holiday. Every time we were in Epcot, so I need to go to France. Why? Because I want one of those things. <laughs> So it's me and Dexter just like kind of milling around, just queuing up to get a, 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 a orange martini slushy. Um, but it was it had a big slushy machine, but it was full of alcohol and 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 bits. It was that was that was that was novel. At Epcot, they've got the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which is really cool. Which I think is that's probably, probably new since ride. I went. Yeah, yeah, it was literally. It's funny because. They've got the Tron light cycle ride, which they already built in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. So they know what to do with it and they know the problems with it. It's taken them over three years to build this thing, but they managed to get the um, the Gardens of the Galaxy thing in there in under 18 months. Go figure. Really, seriously. Gardens, it's really good. You go in there, you've got a nice big kind of set and you've got Glenn Close and oh, big fella. He likes computers. You wouldn't fuck with him. He's in the Expendables, black, bald head. He's oh yeah, 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 nerd. yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't I remember his name. Mean, but I know Jason Statham. Yeah. No, not no, Jason. Not Jason Statham's not black. An American. Oh, he I might be actually that. in his next film. But what is his name? I can't use my computer because my mouse won't connect. Because he's in the other room charging. I know who you mean, but I don't know. Do his I need name. to Google the Expendables. Yeah, Google Expendables. It's great. He's, he comes across as a really nice guy. And he's huge. I think he was an ex-football player as an American football. Um, but he's in it. Uh, and oh, he goes to, he um, goes... oh, what's his name? I sort of... I know who he means, but I can't... Uh, I don't, yeah. I can't... Anyway, you go into this room. Glenn Close pops out and says, Hey! Terry hello, Cruz. everybody. Yes, Terry Crews. Thank you very much. That's it. He goes, goes, hello, everybody. Uh, we put this thing on, and what we're going to do is we're going to beam you up to our spaceship and take you all the way to Xandar as a trip for humans so we can get on. We've built this cosmic core thing, which allows us to travel between the Milky Way and Andromeda. 
Um, so yeah, enjoy it. And then Terry Crews pops up and he kind of speaks to you and he says, look, right, I need to go into the next room, stand inside the lit circle room uh, uh, and then we'll transport you up to thingy. You go into this room, they blast you with like lights and you lose your night sight and then they turn the lights up in the room and you're in on spaceship. It's really good. First time we did it, it was fantastic. Second time we did it, it was fantastic. Third time we did it, there was someone with a mobility cart who left the fucking light on so we could see what's going on. Yeah, which ruined the magic. And then the fourth time we did it, uh, they didn't bother doing it, <laughs> which was really annoying because it was one of the one of the, like, the pre-show things that's so really cool. And I, I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the crap out of that. And then the, you get onto the ride, and it's um, it's a big celestial. We've stolen like the engine part, and you're flying around, and it's great because it takes you up. And we got stuck on it on the third one, but for some reason they've got a thing in there so if you do get stuck or delayed it plays this little extra kind of like easter egg sort of thing so oh, that's cool it's like you go in there and and you, and you see the guardians of the galaxy fight the celestial in the spaceship thing and then it lines you up and then shoots you backwards yeah so the thing was the third time we went on it lined us up and it goes and the guy was said oh my god we're going back back in time like that yeah and then it launches you backwards and it goes we're going back back in time and then you hear you hear Rocket going, or we're just sitting in a tunnel. <laughs> and then it's like, then you hear Groot going, I am Groot. He goes, yes. That, and then you hear Drax going, yes, that was a bad situation that we were in. And then it's like, I am Groot. He goes, that was even worse. <laughs> and it's just going through all these things. And then it goes, hang on a sec. And then and all of a sudden, boom, and then launches you backwards about 60 miles an hour. Really good. Really fun. Just, just fun sort of thing. Um, yes. Uh, we, T Money, aka Terry Crews. Yeah, we 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 are going to have to talk about a few things. Um, yes, TV wise at some point. Because I finished off Lock and Key. I, I I got a question tonight, Nigel. Nigel, have you seen the G, the, the Game of Thrones prequel yet? Any of the episodes? I've watched House of Dragons. One of them. What did you think? Well, it. Downright boring. I thought, well, yeah, you put the Matt Smith fucking a woman from behind. <laughs> Take some getting used to. Um, well, the issue just... is, I was watching it, uh, you know, the kids gone to bed. My wife's uh, watching uh, her programs on her her iPad on the sofa. So I went, ah, oh, just watch House of House of whatever it is on the uh, TV. I'm watching it. The only time she looks up is at that scene where Matt Smith is having a go from behind. And she looks up and goes, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> oh, it's Game it's of Thrones, through. love. It's gone a bit downhill. <laughs> the second episode is better. It, 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 it isn't terrible. I, I thought it was going to be. It isn't terrible. I, th I think possibly I've seen the second one. Second one's better. I haven't seen the third one yet. Um, remind, me, remind me what happened in the second. Um, he has a son, so now, 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 Queenie, um, uh, daughter isn't. Um, well, you know, I, I think it ended where, where we don't now know if daughter is in line. You know, he's going to denounce that, and um, I mean, put it this way: this book was. This is, this is from the book that meant that he didn't fucking finish Game of Thrones. So, you know, in one way, I begrudge this, but. It's not terrible. Um, this is based on a post-it note on George R. R. Martin's fridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the production Get is milk. Is, pr <laughs> is pretty good. That's a dragon um, movie. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I did see this one. I've got to talk about the elephant in the room. Have have either of you seen The Rings of Power? I just know. I I, I just wish to talk about this. We spoke about this yesterday because you were going to watch it with the kids, and I am going to watch it when the series is over. Um, Biffa, Biffa, you're in the comments. I know that we 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 marginally disagreed. What did you seriously think of it? Before I say anything, I want to know what everybody else thought of it. Okay, well, while, while while we're waiting for Biffa to put his comment in, hmm. um, are you watching She-Hulk? I'm not anymore. I got so I I that thing made me it made the first episode made me really angry actually i mean to the point that i was just like mm. you I wouldn't like it when you're watched... angry yeah yeah i begrudgingly watched the second episode i watched the third episode and i'm done with it, it it's shit i saw the first episode of that oh here you go um, you got, you got fixed. but I... Right, he sort of for, right for the podcasters. I saw the Rings of Power. I liked it, but I can't argue. I surrender. His, so, right, his, so, what, his, yeah. Here's the thing. I, I will say this right as a Tolkien nerd, there are moments in this that are pretty awesome. Right, the trouble is they they haven't got the. It, it has the feeling of Star Trek Discovery in the fact that. The one thing Discovery is quite good at is going back and finding obscure things in the Star Trek history and, and putting loads of Easter eggs in. And, and I will give it to them. They have done their fucking research with Tolkien. They have. They have. There is a lot in there that only Tolkien geeks and nerds would get. right? But they've also not allowed to use certain things. And that's really annoying. Um, the fucking Hobbits, not Hobbits, Hobbits are like a bunch of fucking amateur theatre. They look like an amateur theatre troupe. Their accents are terrible, right? Some of the dialogue in it is... I mean, they say okay, which just totally takes you out of it. And glad... glad Because they keep fucking talking like bloody cats when they... When they, think. they they refer... Gladriel in the first episode refers to um, Elrond as a politician. That really bugged me and none of these fucking elves have got long hair all else have long hair it's kind of an elven feature and 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 the dark-skinned elf the elf of color actually pretty you know i like him that's but, what that's the thing hang on a but, second this is the thing i've heard about it he's pretty good in it but and his relationship with the girls okay but it looks like they just want to fuck it's like the beginning of the uh, yeah, there, there is that. But but the thing that annoys me about it is he has, you know, perfectly trimmed, like, you know, used a pair of clippers lined hair. Now, where in fucking Middle Earth do they have hair clippers, right? If he'd had long hair, dark long hair, I don't give a shit the colour of his skin. Elves of colour works for me, you know. Um, dwarves of colour, if you're really into Tolkien, they're based on, like, vikings and therefore you know but i can i i completely can see elves of color right i'm that, i'm not bugged about that i'm more bugged about the short hair it really pisses me off um see what I'm, annoyed me about this first episode gladriel yeah the actress yeah. oh she's terrible she was talking she doesn't say it but she's like talking through clenched teeth and she can't yes. really act and she's just doing that when she's talking. I was like, my God, have some emotion or something. Like, 
actually show your mouth moving. And she she took through clenched teeth. And I'm like, why is she talking through clenched teeth? None of her lips are moving while she's talking. She's thinking she's a ventriloquist or something. Hang on a second. Hold on a second. Does, does Elrond lean over and goes, are, are you on your period? Because we do no, know but... elves have periods that last years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, the actor that plays Elrond is pretty good, but he needs long hair. Um, Hang on, is that is that the one who um, he was sort of like uh, sitting on the tree drawing yes. a thick... That's Elrond. That's Elrond, yes. Right. Because up until that... I didn't even catch the... Re right. The first episode is... It, 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 there's too much going on. It's not a good first episode. The second episode is better. The thing is, the beginning of the first episode is quite... That, that shot of the trees... I didn't think we were going to get because they they've got no uh, rights to the Cimmerian, and there's a lot they cut out. Like you know, Morgoth doesn't destroy those trees on his own. Uh, an ancestor of Shelob turns up, and 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 the combined destroyed the trees, which are the trees of light. Um, I really hated the Galadriel being bullied scene at the beginning. It's just it, the, there is a they lot did of the same bullshit. with Michael Burnham, didn't they? Yes, they just they, Michael, they literally just lifted Star Trek Discovery. But, but yeah, but there are some, there are some things in it, like like you know, I mean, I don't know if Biffen knows this, but like the 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 land of men, where you first meet the dwarf, uh, the the dwarf of color, and um and what's her face? Do you know where that is? I don't know. I haven't got to that bit. Wales. It's Mordor. That you get to see Mordor before it becomes Mordor. We are witnessing the creation of Mordor. That is pretty cool, and 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 that that is directly lifted from the text that you know men. It was originally known as the Southlands. Men inhabited it, and and basically villages started disappearing because the fucking orcs were tunneling, and you get a glimpse of that, and that was pretty cool. The single orc that that, that they fight in the second thing is is, is you know, quite a powerful orc. That was quite cool. There are moments in here that are brilliant, but a lot of it, but the, the dialogue is clunky to say a lot. It is chopped full of modern stuff and it shouldn't be, you know, okay. I mean, there's even a bit, right, where, where you've got six dwarves, right, elves, right, elves, highly trained, you know, elves that, that, that have pinpoint accuracy, right? Five of these elves couldn't take down a single fucking snow troll, right? In comes Gladriel and matrixes it over, right? But Gareth, get this, right? In a in in a in a sort of 300-esque moment, when Galadriel slits its throat, blood shines onto the camera screen. So, so it acts like there's a camera in the room and blood gets spread across the thing. Now, where the fuck did they have cameras in the second age of Middle-earth? Are you sure there wasn't a guy he t he, after the shot is covered in blood going, cheers, love? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't get Everyone the whole... Knows Troll blood smells like shit. <laughs> I didn't get that whole thing. Like, uh, you know, she's there with the warriors who have been with her for however many years, who are obviously all very skilled, but then they were all like fighting like they're toddlers. She rocks up, does her thing, makes it look like she's amazing, takes it down like so easily, like ridiculously easily. And then the rest of them go, uh, you're a twat, we're out. And all lay down their swords and fuck off about her sort of thing because you're walking on your... It's like, I don't understand any of that scene. Any of it. 
it felt absolutely pointless to me. Oh, it was it was it was useless. What but, I didn't um, understand just... is how how they were showing fights at the start, but it did. I didn't get how they managed to defeat Sauron or whatever at the time for it to then have that seventy nine years of peace or whatever. Um, I didn't really understand that because well, the storytelling was shit. So I don't understand any of that. But that's really it sets the scene up for them to set up the watch that they're watching men and I uh... the, 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 there's lots of like wonderful moments in there so so to answer um Biffa's question when the elves when the elves are on at this gate overlooking the land and the the I can't remember this so I'm gonna have to call him the elf of color the elf of color is on on this sort of like castle wall that fort is the fort thousands of years later that Frodo is taken to after he's attacked by Shelof because the Southlands as you see them there becomes Mordor so it's pre-Mordor it's pre-Sauron being basically this series has combined about 5,000 years of of the second age into like an hour right but essentially Sauron is out and disguised as a man and we're going to see him it's not the guy on the fucking boat with um with uh, Gladriel, I think that guy is going to become the Witch King. I think that's who he's going to become. But anyway, um... yeah. What was that whole thing about? Like, it seemed like they were send. They, oh, you've done a great thing. We're going to send you off into the Never Never. Uh, and, she was. They, she they, yeah. Off. Again, she was a bitch, and they wanted I, to get rid of again, her. Again, again. Unlike, see, again, this is where it differs from Tolkien. She's told to go into the West, right? So, and that's what it is. That's what she does at the end of Lord of the Rings, the film. That that's what they're doing. They're they're going to the next life, if you like. Um, and that's but it was up to the elves when they left Middle Earth. It was they were never ordered to do it. There wasn't. There were elves. There were Lord elves, and there were elves of power. But they it wasn't. It wasn't like a modern, you know. So it's calling Elrond a politician. There was no such thing. Um, they weren't like elves that were polished. See, this is the other thing: the dialogue of the elves. They they feel too human, and and again, this is where it differs from Jackson's films. Elves are meant to be ethereal, right? And so when you know when there's that elf having a joke with the, with, with the elf of color about him wanting to you know knob a human, that was just totally ridiculous and and just not elven at all. But so the dialogue is bad. It's badly written. Right, that 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 it is badly written, but it is well researched. Um, but you can see that they are constantly having to dart around what they have the rights to. So, um, it, it, it to me, <laughs> I would have went, went to the West, no internet, no YouTube, no. Um, but <laughs> I, um, there were there are brilliant moments in it, and and the second episode is better. Um, I'm going to follow this because, but it, it it's not well written. But the like, like you know, the second episode when they go to, they call it Kazakh Doom because Kazakh Doom was Moria. So you see the bit where you see the bridge where where Gandalf, you know, was taken down, or you know, you shall not pass. Mm-hmm. You see that in the second episode as it was when the dwarves were inhabiting it, and uh, at the end of the second episode. 
they are the the during the third and during the fourth are overlooking a chest that's mithril so that's the, their discovery of mithril which is pretty cool you see the beginnings of them building the forge that will eventually forge the rings of power um but the guy's got short hair and and it's the guy that played michael painting in in one of the one of the biops who looks very like michael painting but he needs long hair <laughs> because he's a fucking elf um i have to say it as much as she is really annoying in the interviews the wife even though she doesn't have a beard and she should have a beard was pretty good and quite funny and you know likable in 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 the series just not when she's interviewed um but i think it's going to be like this discovery that we're going to end up hating it and i because it discovery the first season you, you didn't hate it with a passion we certainly didn't it was by the second season that we really started hating it with a passion and i i have a feeling this might go the same way but so far, there have been moments that I've enjoyed. I have to say, I'm I'm gonna wait until the whole thing's done. That way, I can watch it and just fast forward through the bits I don't like. Mm. And just go, oh no, I just fast forward and then see what it's like then. Uh, it, I'll see. I'm not, I'll... No, I haven't heard anyone who's come back and had a glowing opinion of this. Yeah, it really is. Everyone. I've, I've asked people, and they've gone, yeah, yeah, I've watched it. Hey, Alex, it you doesn't watched look... it, Lord Rings? Yeah, I watched it. Mm. Apparently, I read a, a, a snippet the other day. Um, uh, the, who's the owner of Amazon? Jeff Bezos? Yes. yes. His son, when <laughs> yes, he found out, too. yeah, when he found out that uh, Amazon are doing it, he he is a, his son is a fan <laughs> Of Lord of the Rings, and he told his dad, "You better not fuck this up." Yeah. Well, I don't think it's down to him. However, surely, surely uh, not. No, no, because he's he's too busy. He's, he's but, not going to uh, be involved. There's other people involved in this. The question, like, my 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 question is, is is that I've heard the following: the production looks fantastic. Looks amazing. Costumes, everything else looks fantastic. The music is shite. The dialogue is shite. No, the music the story... is shite. The, 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 I didn't the, the mind mu- the shite. Uh, the the, the, I didn't mind the music. The main the theme shite. is Howard. The main the main theme is Howard Shaw. The prop. The, some of the music is shite. Not all of it. Um, the elves don't feel like elves. They should be more. Uh, uh, you know, uh, apart from when they go into the west, it's the only elven I've heard. Do you know? Um, do you know what? I've got an idea. Uh, right. I'm gonna get the bit with the black, uh, the black elf, yeah, and I'm just gonna put in every time it goes to him, I'm gonna put the uh, four, uh, 24 hours music, the Axel Foley tune, that as a sting. I mean, do you know so what? Far, he felt kind more of, elf. Yeah, yeah he's he the one that everyone said worked out the most best so elf far. Of, of them all, really. Other than yeah. Elrond, Elrond is quite is, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. particularly. More so in the second episode when he goes to Kazak Doom stroke Moria. Isn't um, it strange? Because he felt the most elf, like the way he acted, mannerisms, mm. talked, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the people who, and he's been away from the city, whatever, looking after humans for 79 years. And the people who are actually in the elf city, whatever that's called, elf, uh, wherever that is, 
don't. They simply don't feel like no, it no. at all. It's I mean, when a bit weird, the like Californians, the king, the king, the king looks like an elf, and he is quite elven. But at times, his dialogue's a bit clunky. But another cool sort of Easter egg is when he orders Elrond to go visit the, 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 this this amazing elf, this legendary elf. The city that they go to, that you get the shot at the city. That city is the ruined. You see the ruins of that in the Fellowship of the Ring when they are on top of a hill and you see this ruin and the birds are coming and all the hobbits have to hide. That oh, is the yeah, same around place. the rocks and stuff, yeah. That is the same place, which is pretty cool. And that is where the rings were forged. So it's it, it which which fellowship doesn't really tell you. They 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 kind of mention it in the extended edition, but um, it I I think we go. I think I I don't know. I mean, look, the first two episodes weren't all bad. I it's not a billion dollar production though. I mean, it looks amazing, that's, but it's not a billion yeah, dollar production. That's the thing everyone said. It's like what, money, who's laundering money off the back end of this? Mm. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's getting a it's like money laundering operation. Maybe Jeff Bezos did it to keep the money away from his wife. So I love spending. I'm very critical, Mr. Bezos, but but if the rumors are true and that he's pushing for Expanse Series Seven, which which is increasingly looking like we're going to get it, then I can't totally hate him. <laughs> now, because... uh, Biffa is saying Rings of Power is the best t thing on TV now that Better Call Saul is done. I've never seen well, it. Okay, here's the, here, I will give, I'll tell you something you, you may or may not know. The first episode is written by somebody that writ, wrote for season six of Better Call Saul. And yet, the dialogue in this is a lot worse um, than in Better Call Saul. Now, Better Call Saul, I've watched it. Have you? Did you watch it all, Gareth? I've watched it. I caught yeah. up. I wait. Oh, yeah. I did a year. Yeah. I waited until it ended, and I watched the whole damn lot of season six. Um, Just all I can say is, fucking Howard Stills done dirty out of everything, out of mm. all the deaths in Better Call Saul. That was the one, along with the kid in Tarantula. Are the ones that uh, the the he was done fucking at his service. The other thing too, as I've reached the conclusion that Tony Dalton, the guy who plays Laulo, needs to voice all the Spanish announcements on everything and sound slightly sinister as he does it wherever you go in the world, because he's fantastic. He could, there's a yeah. there's a video of him on the Sony Entertainment Channel on YouTube, and he's just showing you how to do tacos. Yeah, and he's just, he's he's great because he oh, makes yeah. it sound sinister without doing anything. And he's just revel. Oh. He guys reveling in it. And uh, I hope I hope I see him in more stuff because he's a he, he was fantastic. Um, the the end. Uh, it was weird because it was like they always described Soul Goodman as three characters. Yeah, Slipping Jimmy, Better Call Soul, and uh, James McGill. Uh, and the the whole pulling the heist thing with the the guys, the black and white stuff. I started getting on my tits a little. Um, so the thing was pulling heist, that's slipping Jimmy, yeah. When he gets him into the, the thingy and he negotiates his sentence down to seven years, that's Sol Goodman. But when he gets to the courtroom and he sees Kim, he becomes Jimmy McGill, and then 86 years. But, he's not I liked the the ending was a slightly more happy one in the fact that everybody in the prison liked him. And it kind of hinted that he was helping his fellow inmates. 
Um, and in a good way, you know, that, that scene where Jimmy is His Spartacus in the moment on the bus. Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, yes, the there's that, but then the bus. There's this, that's, that's when it begins. But then there's the moment when Jimmy's working in, in the kitchen at the end and Kim comes to visit him and he's taken out and all the inmates are, hey, Jimmy, and, you know, and sort of like fist bumping him and everything. That was kind of good. Um, I, I, I thought it was brilliantly done. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, the, giving Kim the guns at the end, that was just a nice little touch. Um I, I, yeah, it was well done. It was, I, I, I liked the, the, the moment, you know, the Walter White cameos. They were pretty, pretty, pretty well done. They, they de-aged um, Aaron Paul well. I liked Aaron Paul and Kim's moment, you know, when Kim, after Kim files for the divorce and she walks out and um, what's his face is there and bums a fag off her. That, that was, that was pretty good. So yeah, um, it was it, it it was good. It's uh, it was. I'll be honest with you. It's a fucking happier ending than Breaking Bad. But Breaking Bad's ending is almost damn perfect. Um, oh yeah, because but it wasn't way, very happy way... though, was it? No, but well, yes and no. Um, everything you know, what's his face got away, and 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 you know, there is a redemption there in the fact that. Walter White has to die for his sins, right? I mean, let's face it, he has sinned, right? But he does he does get that 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 the bit of redemption at the end. And then you get the film El Camino, which which you know finishes off um what's his face's story. And hmm. I, I mean El Camino is great, it's a brilliant film. Um and I love the ending to that. So is it a happy ending? No, it's not a happy ending, but it's it's a perfect ending. It's a satisfying yeah, ending. Better Call Saul's ending was happier. Because you know that she's yes. going back there to see him. Because she said, but, apparently my bar card doesn't have an expiry date on but, it. But Jim, but as you said, Jimmy was three characters. And whilst Jimmy was, you know, in those black and white moments, did some pretty despicable fucking things. He again redeems him. But he never does. A, whereas Walter White went all in bad by the end of it. Jimmy never did. There was always that bit of jimmy in the background you know they even when he's conning the, the the guy with cancer and and he goes through with the con there is a moment where he's reluctant there, there is that moment where jim jimmy tries to come in but soul soul ultimately wins that fight but at the end jimmy redeems himself because he you know soul Gunman's gets down to seven years but it, then jimmy admits it all gives gives um trader's wife kind of closure um, and at the same time owns up to his thing. So yes, it was going to be happier because Sol didn't deserve to die. Whereas Walter White did. So, um, but Walter White has his redemption. You know, so I, 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 uh -huh. look, I think these uh, two pieces of television and a movie are near as damn perfect as you can get, right? And, and let's face it, how many fucking TV series is ending End, end where we're, we're sad that they end and the ending is terrible. You know, mm. I think he's nailed the ending of both of these series, and I and that's a rarity these days in any television thing. Mm. So I I thought um um I thought it was good. I look I I I'm an absolute Tolkien nerd. So for the Rings of Power, there are moments in there that I did enjoy. 
I'm not going to I'm not going to take a dump on it like a lot of other people. But there is a lot of clunky dialogue. There is a lot wrong with it. There is some terrible fucking writing in it, especially when it comes to the dialogue. And the elves need to be more like elves. Um, but um, you know, again, there are moments. Kazakh Doom, the dwarfs, all of that was very good. I did kind of like the Return of the Jedi moment when Elrond goes up to the door. It's <laughs> like, let me in. Fuck off, basically. Um, and that was good. Um, I think we're going to be going back there because the guy that Elrond brought along um, is also the guy that forges, um, that makes the, the the gate that we see in Lord of the in Lord in the Fellowship of the Rings when they go into Moria. It's made by I, him. Th- right, I don't understand. You're not selling me on this whatsoever. I know you're excited by this, yeah, but. To know no, I'm not guy, excited. Right, hang on a second. Right, let me explain. This is Nigel's thing, yeah. Right. So imagine this: I'm watching the Fast and Furious film, and they have a spin-off, yeah. And it's about the guy who fits Dom Toretto's tires on his car and how he got those tires. That doesn't sound fucking interesting to me. That sounds no, really I, fucking I, dumb. I, right, the problem is, Gareth, they don't have the rights to the Similarian. It would have been so much better if they did, right? Because they could have done a lot more there you know mm-hmm. that 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 opening episode would have been completely different because we would have seen the 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 the, the elven sort of civil war we would have seen yeah. uh, would have made would have made gladriel's whole fucking character make more sense right gladriel's not a warrior if i remember correctly ever no but it, it is okay the bit where right this she does go on the hunt for sauron Right, her brother is killed, and the cool is thing is, although they don't witchy, say it, wizardy. yeah, although they don't say it, her brother is killed by by being gnawed to death by a bunch of wolves in Sauron's dungeon. Yeah, doesn't he rip and a werewolf what, the part? And, and what they do include is his arms have got like these things on on his arms to show that he was ripped by, and that's a little so, sort of so like nod. Do you see him fight the werewolves? No, because they don't have the. Well, right that's the fucking it. interesting bit. I know this is the problem because Even they the don't have the rights to it. Watching... Okay. Fuck. They See, can't that's the use problem. it. You, you know what? At the moment, I was like, you know, everyone's everyone's shitting on the series. I th- I figured I'll wait to the end. I can fast through the boring bits or the bits that irritate me and just get a feel for what's what's going on. Yeah. And after talking to you, it sounds fucking boring. You've made it sound boring. This is Moria. Because are we going to see it turn to Moria? Because that's like probably a thousand years in the future. If, I, if I've probably got that correct, because the, the yeah, space of yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings is probably over about three, four thousand years. Yeah. No, but we are so going. To we're see... not going to see it. We're not going to see it turn into Moria in this one. Yeah. Well, no, you're going to see Moria in its full glory. You see parts of Moria in its full glory now because Kazak Doom is Moria. Right, but you see, because so you see the Kazakh Doom bits because Moria is then expanded I out need, as I they find because you you're put you put me off. <laughs> I, I, mate, you may or I may really... look. I, I I I'm eager for the third episode because I want to see Numenor, um, and, okay. and I'm excited to see the Island of Numenor. What annoys me is that as a Tolkien nerd, and I know that anybody that's read the Sumerian, anybody that's read the appendices to Lord of the Rings knows that they are skirting around this fucking stupid copyright, that they're not allowed to talk about the, the elements there, and yet they're doing a second-age fucking story. And it's ridiculous, because 
because they can't use any of the stuff that made the second age so fucking interesting. <laughs> so, it, and that's that's the problem. See, for me, I was I'm gonna, I was going to wait patiently and just you know buy my time because maybe something big happens towards you. Yeah, maybe yeah, something is. is, or maybe it's so catastrophically bad I can lay back and have a good fucking laugh at the thing. Yeah, but. There's one thing I haven't. Really there's one thing I haven't. I haven't, boring. I haven't mentioned. tires. There's one thing I haven't mentioned, and and this will be the crux of it, right? There at the end of the first episode, there's a meteorite that comes down, and in the meteorite it's is Gandalf. a bearded man. Well, now here's the thing, right? One it's moment, Gandalf, but it's, it's well, it's, it's it shouldn't Gandalf. be Gandalf. It's the guy who made Gandalf's hat. It, it Isn't it? Be, it's the, it it's the be, guy well, who made it, Gandalf's hat. It could be Gandalf because at one moment he does <laughs> he does this thing. You know how in the Fellowship where Gandalf gets angry with Bilbo and everywhere around him goes dark. You know how he does that. You know, do not take yeah. me for a conjurer of tricks. That happens in this this, but it can't. You can't recast Gandalf. So I'm hoping it's not Gandalf. I'm hoping it's one of the, uh, the other wizards. One of the brown it, wizards. We've had Radagast. Who's the other one? There's green wizards. There's Saruman. No, there was two um, brown wizards, wasn't there? I remember yeah, that. Yeah, before Saruman and, was and, Saruman and two the is white. Blue and it's brown. Because Saruman, I remembered. No one has speculated <laughs> this yet, but it could be Saruman. Because Saruman okay. didn't start out as Saruman the white. So um, it could be Saruman. I th it's probably going to be Gandalf. Because I just it's the, it's it's Amazon, and I think they're, they're going to make it to be Gandalf. But I think it'll be far more interesting if it's not. Um, but I these bloody these bloody fucking hobbits, not hobbits. They are like a bunch of community theatre people. And Lenny Henry's accent, I love you, Lenny. But I've gone off Lenny Henry. I think he's a twat. He needs um, some, some uh, percussive maintenance. I think is the best way of describing being hit around the head a couple of times. Um, it, it, they they are like a bunch of community theatre people. The acting is appalling. Um, they're trying to make this this Nori character the female Frodo, um, yeah. and it's it's annoying. Um, so the anything when when the minute the har the Harfoots come into it, I kind of switch off. But <sighs> look, Gareth, unless you are a huge Tolkien geek or you are are are. It, I don't know if you'll like it or not. There are. I'm excited to see the third episode because I want to see Numenor. I want to see Numenor on film, and and you know Numenor is you know if you read the Lord of the Rings books, Numenor. There are seeds of Numenor all the way through. I mean, Aragorn descended from the last of the Numenor. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't, for, for a talking geek, there are moments that are great. Can I talk about an irritating book that I went through recently called Dan Simmons Hyperion? I told Nigel about this oh. yesterday. All right. So it was one of the books. It's like, you should read this. If you like science fiction, you should read this book. It goes, it's like the Canterbury Tales, but sci-fi saying. Okay. And, and and I read it and it's the most irritating thing ever because it's part one of two, but doesn't say part one of two. So I'm getting to the end of the book going, oh, I'm going to get some answers now. What's this fucking Shrike thing? What's going on? What's in the time tombs? Uh, uh, and then it's like kind of stops. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
And I wrote a scathing, I wrote a semi-scathing review on 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 Amazon um, because I read it and it was just like, no, it's it's six stories and uh, it's all these travellers. So you and, and it's great. You can see the influence that the, uh, this Hyperion story has had on everything. Yeah. So there's like um, the security officer in the Orville. Yeah. There's a, a, a detective. This is from 1989 who's brought up in a, a planet with heavy gravity and she's stronger than, than, than most people. Yeah. Because of the, the, the gravity on her planet. Um, there's, um, there's the, um, reverse entropy tenet. Yeah. Mm. The whole premise of tenet is the reverse entropy from the time tombs in Hyperion. Um, it's weird cause no one mentioned that. And I was like, Oh, this is a really interesting idea. And then I went and read the book and, oh, and then we got it from there. Um, you have this thing called the Shrike, which is this all-powerful, scary being that can just literally turn up and fucking turn you into to mush. Um, but it was it's a really good, it's a really entertaining story. Um, I, I, it's one of the things I've recommended you, you read if you get a chance. But it's kind of split into six tales. I'm gonna need to get hold of the next one, which I which I'll do when I get some ch- when I get a chance because it's takes a bit of time to go through these things. I will add it to my list because it sounds interesting. I've got a list of books yeah, I'm it, going through at the moment. It, there's like a thing with a, t- a group called the Technocore, and they insist that humanity uses things called Farcasters, which is like in Mass Effect with the Reapers, where they have to they they give you the Mass Effect technology so they can push you down a certain line. So the Technocore, who are this group of um, AIs who only ever buy one book um, because they can just copy it across their entire database. Um, they uh, um, they're like the bad guys. It's it's really good. It's I've, I don't think I've got long enough to go through it, but it's um, you know there's these stories and you hear this one person who gets hit by one of these um, reverse entropic wave and she gets what they refer to as Merlin sickness, where she's aging backwards every day, and and she has no memory of the the previous day, so she's forgetting but me- remembering what she was like when she was was a kid. Uh, you got one guy who was uh, like a uh, military leader and he keeps dreaming about this girl and he's like he gets to finally meet her on Hyperion and it turns out it's the fucking evil shrike creature um, another one where this priest goes to, to to rescue another priest that's been missing out in the wilds for ages and gets infected with this parasite called the cruciform and it's great because he's chatting away to these these people who are infected with the cruciform and he says you're of the cross because he's Catholic, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm of a cross, cross, but they don't realize he's not talking about the cross. He's talking about this, this parasite that mutates you and it helps you live forever, but you you live in like a really horrible half life thing. And it's really good. And it got to the end, and I wanted some answers, and I didn't get any. So it's frustrating. Are you going to read the second book, or? Oh, I'm going to read the second book when I get a chance. The problem is chance, because hmm. just yeah, uh, I've done I've I've done Harry Potter. I finished the Goblet of Fire too. Um, we've been doing the family audio book listen to, so we've gone through the Harry Potter books, and we've got all the way up. To, are, you, are you doing the Stephen the Fry ones? Yeah. Yes, but not the Jim Dale ones because they're stupid. Why would you do that? Because mm. I was like, because I remember downloading the hooky version of the Deathly Hallows before it came out. Well, sorry, when it came out, so I could work out the fuck was going on when the movie happened. And and I was told Stephen Fry did the narration, and then Jim Dale was doing the narration. I went, oh, Stephen Fry must have skipped the narration for the last one. 
no 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 it's the american narration is this jim is jim dale who's from the carry on films and the other one is, is stephen fry apparently um him and jk rowling had a big falling out and she kept on using the expression pocketed because stephen fry would have trouble saying pocketed i'm having trouble saying pocketed um but yeah it's uh it's it good um so, and we need to talk about the harry potter films because we said we'd yeah. talk about the Harry Potter films and we'll go through the Harry Potter films and the difference between them and the books. The first thing is... the right, I've got a problem with Deathly Hallows because there's three bits that they kind of cut out of Deathly Hallows which get th- give three redemptions to three characters. Now, one of them is Creature, which you can skip. The other one is Draco Malfoy. The fight in the courtyard, Draco throws his wand to Harry so he can fight Voldemort, yeah? Which is his redemption. And the other one is Dudley. When Dudley turns around, yeah. goes, oh, I don't think you're a waste of space. Yes. Um, yes. And Dudley's those, redemption. And that, and that would, yeah. they were cut out. And Dudley's one was filmed, and so was Draco's one, but they cut yeah. both of them out, which was a bit annoying because do you want to know why Draco didn't get arrested and his family? He helped Harry Potter and the others. So that's why he didn't get arrested. And the other thing about the prophecy that they were in, is it Order, is it Order of the Phoenix for the prophecy or is it Half Blood Prince yes. for the prophecy? Anyway, the prophecies, it was, was about. Harry Neville and Voldemort. Yes, it could have been which. Either. Yeah, no, no, it no. It been... was the three of them because one of them needed to kill the final Horcrux off before Harry could finish the actual Voldemort off. But uh, I'm glad they did cut out this character called Winky. Yes. In uh, Goblet of Fire, fucking irritating character in the book. It's irritating. Irritating. I know why there they cut them out. There are moments yeah. we'll, we'll we'll do an in depth because as I said there are moments in the film, but all in all I prefer the book Deathly Hallows to the film and I'll explain why. Um, it's probably but, because of a lot of resolutions that that weren't in the films. Yeah. Which but it, it's it's the fight scene. It's when when Harry Harry's entrance into the castle when he announces he's there and taking out you know and using the uh, what's his face curse far more powerful. Um, and saving McGonagall at the same time. That 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 would have been much better with Maggie Smith. That it just would have been better on film. Um, um, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll go into that. But um, I uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I, I have you watched She Hulk? Because I said I didn't. I thought it was shit. Are you are you done with it? I saw two clips of it, and I went, I'm not fucking watching that. I am not yeah. touching that with a fucking barge pole. And it was the one yeah. where she turns around and she says, oh, that's because the reason it fixed your arms because I'm better than you. And it's like kind of, dude, bitch, I saved the universe. What have you done? It, 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 it's a yeah. real and shame then, because... And then, and then, sorry, I'm going to finish this Nothing. off. And then there was the one where she's like kind of, oh, I'm angry every day. Right, so let's get this right. Bruce Banner, um, sorry, his mother beat to death in front of him, which caused his personality to split. Okay. Um, he's tried committing suicide several times. He's wrecked cities and killed people unwillingly. Yeah. He, uh, how can I put it? He left the earth to go and fight in a cosmic th- uh, uh, arena. Yeah. He then somehow managed to find out how to balance himself off and then save the universe. And you think that you can fucking handle it. And it's like kind of, it's when I get catcalled in the streets. You don't get catcalled, bitch. You're ugly. <laughs> it's, it's a shame because. The actress, I really like the actress, and she's extremely talented. And she is. I mean, Orphan Black, she played, I mean, she played more than four characters, but regularly 
at any one in any one episode there were at least four characters all played by her all convincingly different that you did not see the same actress she there are not a lot of actors that can do that she's extremely talented and yet this is just trash and it's not about the twerking scene. I don't give a flying fuck about the twerking scene because there's all these fucking wokey wankers going, well, if it was Deadpool twerking, you wouldn't be uh, would be, wouldn't be dissing this. No, no, it hasn't yeah, It's Deadpool's shit. 18. Deadpool's 18. And if he's twerking, he's probably got a pair of guns in his hands about to shoot someone. And he's doing it to distract. It, oh, it's dreadful. It's so bad. I saw the first episode of that with the kids. And yeah. Uh, yeah, when she got the affliction, the Hulk affliction and whatever, it took her literally, what, half a day to be able to flip between being Hulk and not Hulk. And she's just saying that she's just better than him. And then she was being better than him at literally every task that he was setting her. And it was like, Come on. No. I know for a fact that Hulk can chuck something into space and he's not doing it. So, Oh, yeah, and he battered the fuck out of Loki in the Avengers, which was awesome. You, you know, uh, the whole thing was set up to show that she can just learn things uh, a thousand oh. times quicker than he can, that she is a thousand times better than him. No, why not? Why not show a little bit of, I don't know, growth? Growth. It, did you did your children to learn to... something to pick up these skills? And there was none of it. it she was instantly good, instantly oh, you... the best. And that no, I... that yeah. put me off. I haven't watched this another what, one since. This... Right? Can can I can I just ask you something, Nigel? Did your children look up and you go, Father? Why are you making us watch this shit? <laughs> they wanted to see it. They wanted to watch the first episode. When it finished, I said, do you want to watch that, the next one? They went, no. That is telling. The thing is, if they did it right, sorry, not Keith. If they did it right, she, what they should do is they should have a, have, if you want, you should have a, have the fall and then the redemption. Yeah. So she thinks she's better than, than, than Mark Ruffalo. If they do it correctly, that's the setup. She thinks she's better than Mark Ruffalo. She thinks it's got it under control. But what she doesn't understand is, his version of the Hulk is not the Hulk Hulk. Yeah. And at the end of the series, guess who comes out to play? The Hulk Hulk. And then she realizes maybe, just maybe, made a mistake. Maybe I need help. Maybe I need people to sort this out. That if, if you were doing that as a story, that's interesting. The thing with the whole she's she's gone back to her life, she's being a solicitor, she's in the court, she's about to give her closing statement. And some random superhero busts in, throwing shit around and all that bullshit. And turns out it was because of a parking ticket. And she was the the person who was chucking shit around was meant to be a superhero, not a villain. And you're sitting there going, that just doesn't track. Maybe it should have been somebody who. Maybe it would have made sense that a villain was being sentenced in the court next door and being put down and they've tried escaping and they've bust through them, causing all sorts of... And she apprehends that 
person rather than saving the juror. I mean, the whole thing was just set up for her to get sacked oh, over nothing. Yeah, and yeah it, it's it really just, poor storytelling. It's and, and it's, I'm not the, watching the, another. I don't think I will. The, the toxic white guy in the workplace it just would not exist today in 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 either America or England, especially in a law firm. Because, you know, he was a fucking lawsuit waiting to happen. And it's always a white guy. Never ne never any any other uh, race. It's always, you know, Hollywood, every time they want to depict somebody like that, it's always a white guy. Racist, not. Um, but it, why, why is it never a woman either? Yeah, it would have oh, worked no, better no. if it was a... Oh, it would have worked been... better if it was a bitchy co-worker who mm. she's in constant competition with. And yeah. having... Because I, I have seen clips... Having the sycophant um, PA doesn't help. If it was just her and this other person, yeah, and they're arguing in front of the boss, and you could have, if you did, if you if you paid your money right, you could have the, what's the mush from the fucking Matrix be their boss, yeah. Even though that's a gen technically a gender swapped character, that would have fucking worked. But no, you all these opportunities, and and it's just a waste. I, there's a guy who's a, a former Canadian. Executive producer who's on YouTube. Oh, I love him. It. Chato, I love him. Yeah, yes, Chato. Yeah, I love that guy. I love him. He's brilliant. And he's, he got he's... he got to episode three and he went, I'm out. Yeah. It doesn't quite work. You got to where you should be, and now it doesn't work. And it's like For... kind of because he said if you're gonna do it as a sitcom, you need to do it as a sitcom. And the thing with sitcoms is the characters don't change, they don't develop. And like, all right, fair enough. Yeah, he makes really good points. He goes, they don't change oh, yeah, the yeah, situation. He's yes, he, he's yeah, fantastic. he's a great. He's, he's a great guy to to, to watch. Yeah. Um, former network executive um, reaction is what he calls it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's brilliant. He's brilliant. Um, no, it's, look, it's it, good. It, uh, sorry, I was just going to add. It's good to hear someone who was inside the industry with the opinion on everything that's going because he. There's stuff that I disagree with him, but he makes perfect sense of where this comes from. And he's like kind of he described his job as he would go to the producers and the creators of the show and they go, We want X, Y, and Z. And it's like, okay, fine. And then he'd have instructions come down from the executive board of the network and they go, Oh, we want X, Y, and Z. And then he said that he would then lie <laughs> to the things to the executive. Yeah, we're putting in X, Y, and Z. We'll see if it works out. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, and then it's like kind of they've asked for X, Y, and Z, but we need to make sure that something similar is in there and we can say that we ended it out blah 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 and it's doing that balancing act and i do and i and i i do that in what i do that at work <laughs> where you have to go you can't have everything you want and you can't have everything you want but i will try and get you something of what you want and i will make sure you get what you need if that makes any sense um yep yeah it's one of those well. things i do that as well i i it's interesting nige what you said the kids not wanting to watch the second episode i don't blame it's pile of pile of donkey droppings Mm. It is. It is. It, it it's turd. So I want to so, um, uh, before you know, before we finish up, I want to set you guys a thing to watch for on. next week. It's a program called From. Right. Is it BBC? Firstly, no. Okay. I don't believe it's BBC. Um, if you look it up, TV series called From. Essentially, it's a uh, it's a place, <gasps> and people randomly find themselves there at this place, and they can't get out. They drive they're driving along a road, 
they see a tree that's fallen down in front of the uh, the road. And so they're like, oh, okay, we'll have to turn around and go back the other way. Um, and around the trees, there's magpies or crows or whatever. They turn around mm-hmm. and drive, and then they end up in a village, and they go, okay, let's ask for directions. And the people there were a bit weird. That's the League of Gentlemen. And then they drive off. Well, <laughs> then they drive off, <laughs> and they drive down a straight road, and they end back up at the village. They've not turned. No, no corners. They end back up the village. Same people, same village. And they're like, ah, this is getting a bit weird. And the people aren't talking to us. Drive again every time. Back in the village. Back in the village. They can't. They're trying different routes back in the village. And they're like, uh, what the fuck is going on? They eventually, you know, have to get out of the car because at night, shit goes down. There are monsters out there that will tear your face off and pull you apart. If you're out and about at night, you can't survive. And the villagers all sort of hide away in their houses, which they've got talismans to protect them inside their houses. And they're looking, and these people have been there, some have been there for ages. And as it progresses, you find out a little bit more about where these people have come from and if they're from, if they found themselves in this village from taking the same road or if it's from across America. Sounds awfully so, like Silent Hill. It's um, some people. I I won't say a huge amount more than that, but that's the premise of it. I think there's thirteen episodes, maybe ten. I don't know. Ten. But have a have a look, uh, have a watch. Maybe three, four episodes, or whatever. But sometimes it was it's quite brutal. I'll check it uh, Yeah. I'll set, I'll set you that to watch a couple of episodes or more if you fancy. Hey, uh, Gareth, we got and, to do it because this is the first time we've had a recommendation from now, so it's got to be done. We, yeah, we yeah, have I've, to honour honor this momentous I've, occasion. <laughs> it looks reasonably interesting. I will check it out. You see, the premise is there and you know that everybody... Yeah, you, I, you know it will. Um, we get cancelled. We'll watch it. Well, is, yeah, this is really good. We recommend you watch it. It's cancelled. What you what, <laughs> what you know is these people who live in this, uh, which you find out, um, these people who are in this village, none of them are local. They've all been through the same <gasps> shit. Are you local? <laughs> it is. It's League of Gentlemen. <laughs> are you local? Cool we didn't kill him. So have a It's got. Where are it, you watching got, this, Nige? It's got oh, a well, second it's just series. On my Sky. I don't know what um, channel. Not, it's on. Uh, Gareth, it has not been cancelled. It's officially renewed. Oh, is right. it? Because uh, I just it, checked yeah. it out, and it's that the status is to be decided. No, it's been renewed. Um, I don't know what uh, TV series UK. Oh, that won't be any good then, will it? <laughs> episode nine production and uh, no, right yeah it's been renewed six days ago okay um why can i not okay cool all right well Epic, that epics has renewed the contemporary sci-fi horror series from um and it looks like it's the guy from lost one of the people from lost in it um so i can't good. really remember because i only watched up series three on lost 
that was that was when it was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I stopped watching it right. That, that was that was when you realised after season three, they've got no fucking idea how they're going to win this, do they? <laughs> uh, it's poss- possible you might be able to watch it on Channel Five, maybe. Gareth, Gareth, oh, okay. Stay all the fucking high seas, or just get me to do it. Have a little okay. look. Watch a couple of episodes, uh, two, maybe three. You know, do your three-episode thingy and see what you think. Mm-hmm. You may or may not like it. Yeah. It's, I think it's Paramount, not uh, thingy. Um, no. Epics. I'm not seeing Nope. No. I'm not seeing Nope. It's done by Jordan Peele, and I find him a little racist for my liking. <laughs> Everything he does is... No, but the thing is, I kind of liked Jordan and Pill the comedy series. Some of those sketches were were, were pretty good. The the although it's it, it it's um what's his um what's his face that was better um what would he give the the Obama's um anger interpreter was just just those sketches were amazingly funny. Um, but uh, yeah, go what, find some episodes of Not Nine O'clock News. Oh, yeah, I know that. That's, if you want to something uh, funny, funny. They're fucking hilarious. Um, I watched Cut 2 the other day. I was flying around the floor laughing. Um, because they used to know, we used to write comedy back in the day. Um, but yes. There you go. Okay, so... Uh, no, I... I, I the, plus, it's a horror film at the cinema. Trying to get someone to go out and watch a horror film with you at the cinema. The only, only horror film I managed to get anyone to see was Alien Covenant and Alien, the special edition. That was a midnight showing for the special edition, um, which is quite cool. Just longer. Anyway, are we all done? Us we, well, um, I'm glad you enjoyed your holiday. Um, I think you're a bastard for going to NASA, and I'm extremely jealous of you. Even if you did place, see S- I know. Well, yeah, but he saw the SLS on the pad. Although it's not meant to be on the pad anymore, NASA. Fucking saw it out. Um <laughs> They keep finding but, leaks. Uh, it, do you know why? Do you know why? Because Apollo, the Apollo mission was named after a man. And the Artemis mission is... Fill in the gap. <laughs> um, <laughs> I tell She's you what, taking though, a bloody there, time, isn't she? But, but before... They, I mean, I, I tell you what is so... They've got fucking camera angles everywhere of this, right? This rocket, just before we go. And before they scrubbed yesterday's launch... They had a, a camera at the at the bottom of it, and they were obviously testing the gimbling of the engines. It was fascinating seeing how much they pitch, and they had them doing all of this, and they were really going. It's quite incredible. Um, I just wish the damn thing would get off the ground. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think they good. probably share your sentiments, Keith. Well, it's scrubbed until October now because they're going to have to wheel it back again. Do you know so, how long it takes um, them to fucking wheel it? Two days? A day. Is it oh, a day? Or two something? weeks. Because you've got to get it onto the loader, move mm. it, get it off the loader. It, it's like it is like a, it's like a week. Because depending where that little the, the travel thing is that we saw. Remember we went to to uh, <laughs> Kennedy Space Center, and they've got that the the, the the I can't remember what they call it now. The, yeah. The, 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 the yeah yeah yeah. It that takes it and it goes so fucking slow. It does. Yeah. I, I mean, I, like I, they spend all this money on uh, yeah. sorting the rocket and getting that. One of the things that they should sort is the transport of the rocket to make it a little bit quicker. 
I can see Orion being being strapped to a Falcon Heavy by uh, it, the way it's going at the moment. Artemis three, Artemis four. It might be a Falcon Heavy, not the SLS, because it's a giant. It's a massive waste of money. There is a Chinese space race about to happen. SLS when when fucking SpaceX is chucking a fucking rocket up every fucking week, right? Two this week. Right, um, I'm. I, I just. I'm just expecting um, Elon to announce that they're going to do it, and the rocket's name is Elon Gate. <laughs> no, no, that's the. That's when he when he get involved get, gets involved in, in a scandal, and some scandal pops up. It'll be Elon Gate. Yep. Um, did you where you were? Could, did you did you? I, I take it you couldn't see the launch whilst you were there because there was a launch a few days before. No, no, we weren't went... there in time for the launch. We could see all the they had all the mock-up vehicles inside the museum. So they had the pod, they had the Boeing because it's the Boeing pod thing that's attached. No, there to was the a SLS. Starlink. There was a Starlink off pad 35. No, no, um, I'm talking, talking about the there. SLS, yeah. So oh, the SLS right, yeah, yeah. had the Boeing pod on it. And that yes, thing, yeah, yeah is it, it fits a it's like it's like the family model. I don't know why they didn't build them sooner. Because you look at the regular NASA pods, yeah, and they're like fits two or three at a push, yeah. And this one is like fits eight quite comfortably, and you can put the shopping in it. <laughs> and it's really weird to the way that you kind of when you when you view these things, and they've got some great kind of like bits in the in the NASA bit. I mean the 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 booster seven this week they fired they did a test fire of three of the thirty two bloody engines the damn thing's got one on each ring that was interesting. So yeah. um, I, I can't wait for Elon's launch, but at this rate, he's going to get it off the ground before NASA. Because when that SLS goes up, it'll be the most powerful rocket ever launched for all of about five minutes until Elon's Starship gets going. And that's just going to blow the fucking thing out the water. So, mm. um, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to shut up now. Um, so uh, um, I, I, I'm a space geek, sorry. And Gareth was at my mecca. Um, you bastard! Um, and he's wearing a NASA T-shirt. You bastard! Um, and you saw it. I didn't get a NASA bastard. hat. I should have got a NASA hat. I re regret not buying a NASA hat when I was in the store. You man, I would have picked it bastard. up, and I went, "Ah, oh, I don't need it." I thought. And then the other part of me was, there was a NASA store at the airport last time I was there. It's not fucking there now, which really annoyed me because I was going to buy one on the way home. Uh, so it's like when you were posting, Tanif was posting on Facebook, and Lemba was going, "Oh, look, she Disneyland's amazing place." Well, yeah, it's all right, Disneyland, you know. And then, I, and then suddenly I went, "Bastard!" <laughs> and I was what I went, "He's a fucking NASA!" <laughs> and she goes, "Now you're excited? He's a NASA!" <laughs> I tell you one thing. I watched the. I just seen this too. The Apollo Eight launch thing where they take you through everything that went on i found myself getting emotional but in some reason in my head i was watching that thinking they might not make it they've already fucking made it Gareth. <laughs> it was fucking back in the 60s but in my head it was like they might not make it and then when they did make it i was like oh oh thank fuck for that i don't know why i just had a momentary l i just left my because i because I, I was there yeah um because I was there, and it, it, it and it was the original um, Capcom or whatever they call it, the c control room for it, and it it it's an achievement. It's a massive fucking achievement. Yeah, I don't think I'd feel so excited when they put the first computer together, or when they first networked computers together, 
maybe when the first nuclear bomb went off. But outside that, yeah, it was. Um, I found, I bit, I found I it a really, little, I a little emotional. I was really excited to see see this launch, and I'm gutted it hasn't in many ways. But hopefully, if they're taking it back and they're going to fix it all and it'll go up in October, it will be something to witness. Um, but uh, <laughs> turns out someone's drawn a penis on it, so when it launches, it's a over, brilliant it's time to be. A, it, it's a brilliant time to be a space geek, and you got to thank the Chinese because they're the ones that are driving this. And who so, I don't care who gets to Mars as long as somebody does. Do you, do you want to hear something funny? I, I, I'm not seeing the Chinese in space whatsoever. They've seen lots of like CGI stuff, but nothing of them in space. So I'm a little fucking suspicious. But it's driving. It's driving it. So, um, you know. Who was. Um, right. Keith. Keith, hmm. check your space knowledge. Who's the first American in space? John. Uh, uh, Shepard. Shepard. Not John. Um, what's his face? Um, Alan Shepard. Alan Shepard? Alan Shepard, yeah. Yeah. Do you know do you know what? I looked have you seen the size of the rocket they launched him to space with? Yeah, it was tiny. It was the, the, the tiny. um what they did the is they went, Hey, we've, we've got a nuclear we've got a nuclear ballistic missile, yeah. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna strap Gemini you to the front of it and just fire you into the sky. And I'm like that's a ball Gemini, right? Pardon? Gemini. Liberty Liberty seven. I can't remember. I can't remember yeah. what it is. I think it's Liberty. I'm sure it was Liberty. Yeah. I can't remember if it's Gemini or not. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. It was cool. I had fun. And it was. I wish I'd have stayed there a bit longer, but we were. We kind of hanging from the previous day. We, you know, got. We did so much. Uh, stuff the, pic- the the comparison picture of of, of Dexter though, um, sixties. That was great. When under the rocket, under the um, first stage, first stage of Saturn Five. That was brilliant. Oh, what, when he was little, when he first went Yeah, great pitch. I was just, I'm so fucking jealous. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I've shut up. Nigel Nigel needs to go. So um, it's been great to be back. I'm assuming we'll be back next week. So now that we're all off our various holidays and uh, Nigel needs another one. Um, I probably need another one by the end of this week. Um, So uh, Just like now, that's me breaking the score on uh, Buzz Lightyear. Was that one shot? No, that was <laughs> eleven shots. I did that in eleven shots. I broke it because I figured out. I figured something out, and I'm not telling anyone. My wife, um, I think, has figured it out, but everyone else can just figure it out themselves. I, 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 I kind of have to go as well because I got a little doggy who's shitting herself quite literally at the moment because of the rain outside, and it, she's farting a lot. So I need to go and get some fresh air. So because <laughs> this room smells of dog farts. So I, I will. I. Will, uh, I, I Great, glad you had a good holiday, mate. And uh, and I, Nigel, I will watch. I will take my assignment with honour, and I will download a few episodes tomorrow. Yes, sounds good. Okay, All right, you guys. All right, catch you later. Bye bye.